Three, two, one, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> We're yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Fuck been yeah. a it's been a while. It's been a while. Um no, start me, hey. Fuck we've been hell. busy. Um I've been I w- busy growing some hair. Now I'm with <laughs> on your beard. Uh, on, <laughs> on your head. Um <laughs> so, on your face. So guys, um, everybody, we had a wee break over COVID and stuff. We have, haven't been able to kind of get a time that suited the both of us. So um, we had a wee catch up and, and this is basically to talk about not a book today, but maybe a life event. A lot of people getting made redundant and losing their job and... Um, which has happened to myself and Craig. So it's really about a reset and about how do you get through this and kind of maybe the stages. Um, for me, I'll just start because uh, I was at a corporate gym or commercial gym and basically um, no word of warning. It just sort of happened. It was like one day we got a, the management got a, a call and the next day, we were told that was it and basically had a shut up shop, which was fine. Like at the end of the day, something like this is out of your control. You can't, it's not something that I was going to dwell on it. And I thought that, you know, it's okay. I'll go, I'll find, I'll find work. Um, that was a very easygoing attitude they have at the start. And it didn't really kick in till about, week two of having no job <laughs> that you kind of that's affecting you and you worry and you wonder and you stress out and um and then you have to start ringing companies or can you not take that direct debit out uh, you know different things has to be put in place then and you have to um but uh there was a lot's going on but after interview an interview now you got to the stage where you have two or three options on the on the on the table and you know you're in a good place you have a choice now um that was kind of like a brief intro to kind of me but craig you sort of it happened to you as well not sort of but it did and can you relate them with with regards to not feeling the stress at the start or what way did it did it hit you straight away that you were worrying about finances or uh, yeah, what sort of what was your take on it? Well, I listen, lad. Firstly, um, you know, devastated that you lost your no, you, no, you didn't lose your job. Devastated that the job you're in has gone, and a lot of you have lost your job. Sadly, that's yeah. fucking, it's fucking horrible. Like, um, because I know yourself and a lot of your colleagues. Um, so that's the first thing I'm gonna say, and I do hope that. Yourself and others get employment ASA fucking P. Yeah. Um, because we need to calm those little chimps and those little gremlins that fucking just creep <laughs> into the head and just eat away at your brain and just make you doubt yourself as a yeah. fucking human being at times. So my story, um, t- totally different than yours. Um, in the sense of yes, we both lost our jobs. However, um. I started conditioning my mind to it in March. Um, because oh, so you had I, time? You had time yeah. To, right, okay. So I sort of sensed that if it came to 
the crunch and there was going to be redundancies. I conditioned my mind that I was going to be the one that goes. That's okay. However, yeah, when you just receive the notice of redundancy, again, just an email sent randomly, it is a start or start kicking the fucking balls mm. and the shock, the body releases the adrenaline and you get the absolute fear that just washes all over you. So it doesn't matter how much you prepare yourself or how much I prepare myself anyway yeah. for it. Um, it certainly kicked me, um, kicked me firmly in the nuts. Like, um, <laughs> but, but no, but yeah, just like you, um, what well, I, so see whenever you obviously got that email, right? You, yeah. What was the initial, like you, it knocked you for six or did you have like, a, like for me at the start, it was like, no, you know what? I'll, I'm the type of person I'll always find work. It doesn't matter. Like I, you know, I can PT or I can, you know, I'll, I'll shovel shit if there's need shit to be shoveled. You know what I mean? But sometimes somebody says to me, there's no shit to shovel. <laughs> you talk a lot of it. <laughs> so... And that for me, I, I know I'll find work, but yeah. um, were you, did you have that worry or? No, it was not. The worry wasn't about work. I think initially it was because I had expected it coming. And then when you finally, it finally arrived, it was not like, I can't believe this has happened to me. I, I knew, I sort of knew it was coming. So I think it was just the realization, oh, it has finally arrived. Mm. You no, know, just just like those people that you no know, are getting married, they're all excited and all up to it. But then of the day of the wedding, like both, it hits them. I'm getting married. What's going on? And they're panicking and anxiety and the adrenaline's kicking in. That's sort of what happened to me. But I wasn't panicking about not getting a job initially, just like what you said. However, as time passes, yes, and the closer closer you get to that final paycheck I'm hoping you relate to this hmm. those little dirty gremlins start creeping into your subconscious and start dropping in the seed of doubt the when's my next mortgage payment um, how am I going to afford to eat I wonder if I sold my house will my mum take me back in again uh, yeah. all, going over all the same scenarios um, but you know, I was not, not lucky, you know, at times just like you, there was a few options on the table. Mm -hmm. um, and so for you, like there as well, even you saying having that time to prepare yourself, um, those questions and stuff that you have asked yourself, do you think that you prepared your chump enough or well prepared? You obviously didn't. I'm trying to say like you didn't like, but you know, you know, you had a plan of action right okay once you get that email right ring that mortgage company straight away right okay this is what happened i'm going to put a freeze on that or like take a, that break whatever you're allowed yeah. do you know yeah. did you did you that's, that's yourself right or is it there? that's obviously listen i'm not a I'm not a financial advisor but what i did was um there was a few individuals that when they were furloughed had when they were furloughed but still employed now yes um uh, suspended their mortgage payments straight away now i knew that my bank was only going to give you three months suspension of mortgage payments yeah so i was thinking 
I'm ha- I still have an income. I'm still employed. Why suspend it now? So just prepare yourself that if you are made redundant, you will have a three-month breather. Yeah. So that's what I did. Just like you, I had autopilot set in place that when this, if this arises, I can suspend the mortgage payment for three months. I can uh, live off rice cakes and fucking ham for Nutella. Nutella. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, here, I, I was speaking to someone about Nutella there. Lord no, it keeps, no, no, no. Stay the, stick to the story. Stick to the story. Stop talking about Nutella. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> Dinner's in the oven. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had autopilot in place to calm it. But I think sometimes it doesn't matter how many things you have in place. Yeah. When it finally arrives, you now have to emotionally react to it. And then, like start processing it again because yep. it's actually happened. You may have processed it before, but that was theoretically not reality. And then when reality hits you, you're like, what the fuck has just happened? Yep. Then you go, I think then you go through the whole state of grief. You know, you go through. Yeah. <clears throat> well, because well, well, you said it took you That's, two weeks to really, to really hit you. I, um, like it's, I didn't want to be flapping about and moving from one place to the next because, um, so I made a decision just to kind of hold out. And I've went to a couple of gyms where I could probably PT and then another wee job on the side where I could kind of work the both. And then a couple of interviews have come up since. And so I would have been at that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't make the full commitment to kind of go PT and, and do that and coaching and then have that side job as well. So um, making that decision, that probably made me stress out a wee bit because yeah, you're in the home. Um, maybe you're not contributing as much as you did before. Um, you have these wee things going on in the background, but um, is that, is that, is that, do you think that's harder for a male? Um, you know, you know, living with their partner. Oh, and, uh, of and now, course. And now they're not. I, I don't know whether is it is it historically or is it biologically ingrained. It's an It's like kind of like a man, a man sort of there. They feel the need to sort of provide and stuff. But yeah, to yeah. me, to a certain extent, no, no, no. It's just um, nature. But there's obviously there the support network is there, and with good good support there, so things are working out really well. But what I want to find and from the interviews and stuff is something that I can just hone in on. And this is what I'm doing. And that's it. And that's my focus. Like I don't want to be jumping around starting PT for a few weeks and then get a full-time job and not knowing that that gym's going to maybe bought over by someone else or so on. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not going to, I'm not going to wait on that or have that expectation. So, um, and and then the possibility of getting that job back or a similar job or position. So those things are all kind of going through. Now, now you have uh, choices on the table um, where ultimately I need to sort of find out what's best for me. Um, so, but I'm going full tilt at it and going to be yes. focusing on it, you know? So, yes. and that's, well, that's, the, that's why it sort of took a wee bit longer to kind of hit home. 
Yeah, I think just to show that I can make that choice. Uh, but but I, I think it is healthy doing that, what you've done, you know, taking a period. Yeah, you to, need, yeah. yeah. To reassess and align your, your goal, because you have to completely retrig your goals and your aspirations based around, you know, you had that job, you might have had different goals based around that job. And mm. You're going to juggle your personal life with that work-life balance. Yeah. But now that job's gone, the likes of potentially going on a holiday next year would have been put right to the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like you know, myself, I've went into a totally different thing of I totally reassess my wants and needs um, yeah. based around that. And I think, you know, but what, what I want, I need to do A, B, C, and D. All right? So mm-hmm. I made a decision. I want to succeed in this new job that's one Mm -hmm. but then is that because i felt like a failure because i was made redundant in the previous job and then this is where the whole ego links in you know is the champ speaking to me in a way where he is going in the back of my head you are useless that's why you were made redundant that's why you lost your job but then you're not thinking, taking into consideration, well, I did, others may not, took into consideration that the company was struggling. I think and that's totally your champ. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so I totally reassess my wants and needs and then align my goals based around that um, to give me some structure. I, I myself need structure in my life. I yeah. need, now this is not a want, this is a need, this is a necessity. Others might be different. At times, I used to not like change. Change used to completely throw my <laughs> jump off of off the fucking rails. Mm-hmm. And but now I'm a lot better with change because I step back and process things fully before having a reaction or emitting an emotional response. Yeah, uh, I think we as human beings are a very sensitive creature. Um, I really, really do. You know, people take things personally all the time, but they're not meant in that context. And I took redundancy um, quite literally personally to start with, albeit it wasn't. And I had to process that to then get to the other side. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. What are some of the things people have said to you upon losing your job? Like family and Sorry, to, sorry or, to hear about that. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, are, are, you, are you looking for are you looking for jobs? Um, <laughs> I, I want I wanted to come back with a, a sarcastic remark. Have you anything have you lined ever, up? Have you anything? No, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I know. But no, that's not <laughs> that's not oh I like you like you know they mean well, but yeah. it's it's like it's like the whole it's the whole like dairy thing too. At times when we go, what's the crack? And that's our way of saying hello. How are you? Yeah. However, we don't really want a response to it when we say it. It's just it's like you're you're, you're saying it out of habit. Yeah. And that's what I felt people were doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was. They were being genuinely sincere and nice about it. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, 
the for me though, uh, the way I why I wanted to ask you that is because um, people, some people may have said something about the company we we're working for, or oh, it's a shame, right. or or um, oh, that's 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 not so much even a shame. It's maybe that's unfair of them to do that to you and all and you know shame on them or and you know at a lot of the time a lot of the time whenever you are working like like that company doesn't really owe you anything at the end of the day um you're there as an employee employee you have a contract you follow the contract um shit happens i mean um the company I was working for um, can't fault it. It, it. I think it paid something like 30 million in tax a year, something ridiculous like that, you know, so like they're contributing a lot um, and they contributed a lot to, um, if you think about the staff and what it did for people's lives and stuff in the community, it, it served. Um, but ultimately it's when when that person wants to close the doors and has to or for every reason to protect themselves then yeah. they people forget about what they've maybe done um and that company i don't know it's um it's, they owe you owe nobody nothing and i think that's mm-hmm. where you take the response personally the the responsibility on yourself to yeah. obviously um I deal with that and and find something else. Now, some people are in worse off positions. Maybe not weren't able to kind of take as long as myself to to think about what I wanted to do or and you know and really find something to commit to it. But if you want to work, there's work out there, and people say there's no work, but there is. There there is like. Um, it's, all about what, it's all about your wants and needs, lad. You haven't got. Uh, you've got less of a save a choice and nothing's nothing sweet and rosy whenever you don't have the choice but um yeah. uh, that's one thing there is there is work there like you just can't be as as picky or choosy i don't think as it like what do you think of the company i mean do you have the same view as like like what i just said where they don't owe you anything no, or how, no, how could you no, put it differently no, or no listen the way i see it is this um, initially, you know, you know, I could have maybe taken taken a little bit personally at the start, but then you're talking maybe a day, you know. Then I processed it properly, and then totally realized that, listen, there were ninety percent of the people in the company I loved and enjoyed the crack with. The work was good, the people were good, they treated me well. Um, it didn't do no harm to me directly. And the only thing that actually happened that they'd done on me was an indirect decision. So the company is, you know, post-COVID in a position where it's looking to let people go because it needs to survive. And again, hmm. you know, they had to make that decision. So I, I know I certainly have would never have a bad thing to say about about the place. Um, if anyone did have anything bad to say about it, you know, I would probably defend it to the health. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that's sort of where I was in regards to that. You know, others might have different opinions. Yeah. Everyone's 
you know, everyone's everybody's like, going to have them. Yeah. Well, opinions are like arseholes. Like everyone's got one, so they may as well just give it. Get but it again, <laughs> but again, you know, opinion is what it is. It's an opinion. It could offend you, but why would you be offended by someone else's um, thoughts and feelings about a certain situation? Mm. Um, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think at times we do get a wee bit too offended by things when someone has an opinion that's different from yours. Yeah. Um, but that whole phrase, this just agree to disagree. I think that's a great phrase on that. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but so we're right, nearly, nearly. You're outside. The, you're on the other side of it. You're, you've got your work and stuff now. You're, you're yeah. sort of focused on that, and and which is great. Um, what see whenever you're talking about processing and like it took you that day what sort of things if if somebody's listening to you what sort of what are you going over in your head that day to kind of process it and stuff or um any advice on that or i would say advice wise how i went through it was right so i have no job okay (laughs) No, like, right, you have no job. So what am I going to do? Right, you need to find a job. How do you find a job? Right, you need to start looking. So application forms, CVs, CV writing, hone your CV based around the job description. All the, the key markers of achieving success in regards to getting your arse on a seat for an interview. That's all I knew in my head how to do it. So... I write goals. I had something like like three interviews in, in two days. like, yeah. And I was driving all around the country. And it was nothing to do with the desire of, you know, working for the majority of these companies. It was all that survival instinct of, I need an income and I said to get in the door. And then the, the good thing is, a good job became available. And I was offered it, thank goodness. And I was really interested. I really wanted to work for this company um, because of the way they set up. I was very highly impressed with them. And and thank you, happy days. I sort of landed that job, which is really good for me. But that's, that's me. There's other people out there that aren't in that position right now. Yeah. All I would say is, advice-wise, is set yourself daily goals and daily targets in regards to setting yourself CV writing, um, searching for jobs, networking, absolutely key and absolutely vital to achieve employment. May it be friends of a friend or people you used to work with. LinkedIn, I was going LinkedIn, to- I was very surprised with LinkedIn. Yes. That's where yes. I found uh, one of my job interviews, like- um, Untap resource, boy, untap resource. Big time. Yep. Um, I, didn't, I didn't realize that they're actually putting the jobs up on- Online then it's just again a simple search fitness or whatever your industry is engineering and, and stuff and and it's there uh they can actually put a picture on your profile you know open to network and open to network and stuff so it it, it highlights your profile and, and stuff um so yeah untapped is right i, I think um, you know majority of big cities will uh, people would use it in big cities i'm not saying that uh, Derry, London, Derry is a small city, but it is in the grand scale of things. And I think a lot of people should actually go down that avenue in regards to getting employment because 
it's it sort of worked for you in a way. It worked for me in a way, and it's definitely um, worthwhile. But yeah, so that sort of was driving my ambition and my that was my fire that in my belly of right job, job, mm-hmm. job. I just going. I was really um, if you had been accepted in one of those first three interviews, yeah. would you have took it? Do you think you would have took it? I had a few options, you see. So um, it was all to do in on choices and. Life is all about choices. Like you could make a choice tomorrow to not get out of bed and go to work mm-hmm. and then lose the job and then deal with the fallout after. But I think you live and die by your choices, you know, and I generally think you should never have any regrets in any decisions you make. You made that decision for a reason. You live with it. And if it doesn't work out, you go again. Um, again, a bit of advice I would give to everyone is don't please try not and wallow in self-pity for too long it is going to happen don't get me wrong i would have i would have had a couple of moments where i have felt like it myself yeah you said to me you probably felt like it too 100 percent. Um, but you need to pull yourself up because yeah. no one owes you a living no one owes you a job and no one owes you a life mm-hmm. you've got to grasp it yourself um, um so with, whenever you uh, got this job that you're at now what mm-hmm. was that? Was that uh, how many interviews had you done by that stage? I had, I think, uh, maybe three or four by that stage. Um, All right, okay. So, so I thought, no, I think, no, I had four and that was one of them. Um, right. You know, I think one of the daunting things about interviews is number one, going in and, and not knowing what you're going to be asked. Yeah. And second, secondly, thing is, now, it's happened to me in the past where they throw a question at you and you literally do not know the answer. And you're like trying to process in your head, how am I going to wing this answer to make them forget that I don't know the answer? Um, but what I noticed was you could leave an interview feeling like you were fantastic in it and you'll not get a call back. And you could walk out of an interview thinking you've absolutely screwed it up and you get offered the job. So don't gauge um, any potential success post-interview on how you felt it went because how you perceive it might have been different than the other person sitting on the other side of the table. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, I, like advice and stuff, I don't know if I am qualified to do that at all. <laughs> like... Uh, like I uh, just going through LinkedIn and stuff and applying for and obviously setting up your CV. Yes. And make sure you, if you're doing um, a letterhead or in front of it, like make sure it's addressed to the, the job that you're, you're doing and make sure it's like well presented. But I guess the companies are looking for something. They're all looking for something and uh, research them, find out what they're about. Um, but, that's that's a that's a career choice. I think that if people are need to take a step back and maybe are really worried about um, income and stuff, like you gotta just maybe take something that that actually just comes up and and run with it and and use it as a stepping stone to build back to where you were um, yeah. and, and yeah. build your income again. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't feel. 
that I'm uh, qualified as such to kind of give any sort of advice on that. But again, again, it's just um, the jobs will come. The jobs are coming. I think um, the main thing is to not to place blame on anyone. Just take take ownership and like it is your your responsibility to kind of or maybe start something yourself. You know, maybe this is this is something that that's given you the kick up the bum to to start something else and yeah. start that business that you know the idea that you had before. Um, there's so many different scenarios there, but uh, I, I think it's now at, at this time, and and there's probably going to be thousands more people and companies kind of going into the administration and stuff. So it's going to happen. It's relevant right now, um, yeah. but. I don't know if you have anything else to sort of touch on before we kind of knock this one on the head. Craig, what do you think? Uh, no, I think that you, what you said there was pretty on point there. Um, uh, it's it's common. If it hasn't come already for you, it's going to come. It's going to creep up, I would say. And, you know, prepare yourself mentally that if it does arise, that you can't succeed. You can go again. Um, don't try not and take it personally. Um, hone your skills in regards to CV writing, um, paying attention to the company you're applying for. Um, you know, just you know, feel to prepare, prepare to feel. Yeah. I love that saying. Uh, that saying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and go with it in a positive attitude. Try not and let yourself get into negative patterns in regards to how you speak and how you talk a post you know redundancy if it happens. I'm hoping it doesn't happen to any of you, but um try and remain positive. Think of the positives that could potentially come out of it, not the negatives that just this actually just arisen yeah that's where, that's where I would leave it anyway yeah that's sweet man. Um, again, I appreciate you taking the time. Just to, and thankfully we we got a wee hour to to catch up. Um, just short and sweet tonight. No big long hour talks, but uh, I think this one. Hopefully, everybody out there um keeps their job, or if they're looking for work, you find it and you like go through the struggle. I think um you will you will get there. Hey? Um, and that's it from me. And that's it for me. And Greg, thanks again for listening, guys. Hope you have a great one. Look after yourself. Bye.